Before we start today's podcast, I would like to make a um, announcement. I'm going to start it off with a prayer because there is someone that I love who is supposed to come on today, um, who is suffering, and I just want to pray for them. Almighty Father, please look over Amanda Mata and her mother, Dora Mata. Please make sure that they are in good health, make sure that they are in good spirits, and please keep an eye on them. They're both amazing people who live the Christian life, and they understand what it's like to be in, to be in love with Christ. Please take care of Amanda as she goes through this hard time just to take care of her mom, and please watch over Dora. She is suffering with cancer, and I would love to make sure that she is okay. Amen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Love Sierra. My name is Sierra, and today I wanted to talk about miracles and what they mean. Now, if you understand where I'm coming from and why I have miracles in my mind, it's because I'm one, and I have that perfect, like, permanently tattooed on my arm forever, which I don't regret at all. I also want to say that there are there is not just miraculous healing of people that are the only miracles. No, no, miracles can mean more than just healing someone who is sick or blind or deaf. It's not about that. It's about being able to realize that. I, this thing was physically impossible. I couldn't do this until now because Jesus did it for me, right? When I was born, you all know this probably already if you've read Dear Mommy, I was born with a condition called cerebral palsy and septo-optic dysplasia, two very different diseases. Uh, sorry, not diseases, diagnoses. Septo-optic dysplasia is basically where the nerves behind your eye, some of them just start decaying, and not, then there are less of them. You're like, what? So you know how the nerves are in the back of your eye. If you look at a picture of an eyeball, you can see the nerves in the back of your eye. Those are starting to decay and break, basically. Right? So... Basically, they told my mother like this. Ma'am, your daughter's not going to be able to see. Your daughter's not going to be able to walk. And you're not, and she's not going to be able to talk. I have, I have cerebral palsy. Now, that doctor, they're a good person. I don't remember their name. I was a child. So, I gotta say, if they're listening to this, you were wrong, but not, but I'm not being mean by saying that. I'm just saying you were wrong to th- just to assume that I have these illnesses without being able to be, to become a miracle of, of science and nature. And I don't think that that should just define me. No. I screw up creating these miracles for my mom 
being able to see for the first time while my mom tried to scar me with Dora the Explorer. I still get nightmares. Um, but and my mom just telling me about how I first ever walked. Ironically, it was for a rib, like a beefy baby back rib. No, let me tell you, my grandfather, he makes some bomb ribs. He makes the best ribs I've ever had. And so it was only, it was only for that I started walking. Mind you, I was two years old. I was a late bloomer, late, 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 late bloomer. Because I was different, right? And uh, that was a miracle in itself. I swear I could see... Like, I don't have a first memory. I just started, you know... I just started to think, I guess. Um, But I think that if that was... I think I at least remember her tears, her crying. I heard her voice, and that's all that mattered. I am not the most... I'm not the most faithful person at times. I know y'all are looking at me and seeing my Facebook, seeing, hey, Sierra, you're an amazing person. How are you like this 24-7? I'm not. Not everyone can say... Or not... One person can't just say they're like this they're all you know catholic they believe that they're a good person all the time you can't say that without having some doubts if you tell me right now that you've never had any doubts about your faith or about just life in general then you're lying to yourself and i'm not trying to say that you are basically like unworthy of love from you know for him or whatever i'm trying to say that we all have had that doubt if you listen to my last episode you will know that doubting thomas and i were very we were the same basically in how we thought about everything i put logic in front of everything and everyone's like wait what because i'm not a very logical person i'm like how do we have proof of this science has never proved it And then I started going to church and I started listening to homilies and they started telling me that there is nothing scientific about believing in God. Now, I don't really know the priests and the fathers and, you know, know, those guys that work in the church. But when I saw when I listened to that homily, him talking about we can't see Christ, but we know he's there. Because we feel loved and we feel his mercy. I was just like, right. And then I heard this little voice in the back of my head going, he's right, you know. I was just like, what? And then when I started to open my mind to the concept of, you know, looking at Christ, I realized that it was so much more peaceful loving Christ and being a part of this amazing community than it is to just believe that it's not real. Because I see miracles now. I see how, how, like, how people were affected by God. There's a place that I love 
And it's part of the reason I believe in God in the first place. It's called Swan Juan. It's in Westlaco, Texas. And it's a big monument with just this painting of Our Lady of Guadalupe. And she's gorgeous. It's about as tall as like a normal skyscraper. And it's gorgeous. I looked at that again and immediately a memory popped up. Like that. I just saw a white mist surrounding this big painting of the same person in my mind. And that was my first memory. That was the first thing I remember. And I went there when I was literally two years old. That means that this, the first time I ever went there, I was two years old. And if you've read my mom's book, you will know that my mom left a sock there. And the fact that I saw that painting in my dreams when I was two I think that means something. If I ever had a chance to show everyone something, it would be to show them that not only are miracles real, not only can they help people, and not only is it because of Christ himself, but with the power of prayer, you can do anything. This monument in Westlaco, people leave like hair there. They leave socks, clothes, anything that signifies someone else. They leave there and they pray over it. They don't move it. They leave it there. And that is amazing. I was going to go to Westlaco on Monday, but I didn't go um, because we had some issues. But... I was so excited to go, and when we couldn't, I almost started crying. Because I love San Juan. It's such a magical place for me, and everyone's like, oh, it's like, it's like I'm, my most magical place in the world is Disneyland. I'm like, no, not for me. I just, San Juan is my favorite place. It's what I dream about. There's a sculpture. It's San Juan of the Last Supper table and Jesus holding the bread and wine and you just sit next to him and it was amazing. He's probably about, like just looking at the sculpture, he's probably like about like six foot and he has long hair with the nice facial hair. He doesn't look like anything like how he does from The Chosen. Although, I do love The Chosen, but I think it's the most real and the most, the closest I ever got to him. I held his hands and I said, Jesus, I'm sorry I never believed at the beginning. And I'm so sorry I treat my mom the way I do. And I'm sorry that I always get into arguments or fights with people. I hope you can forgive me. And I felt something in my hand. Now, if you don't know this um, thing I'm about to mention, don't worry. Um, But it's called Journey to Damascus. It's a retreat. And I can't say anything about it, but I'll tell you about, like, my dorm. One night, they don't tell you the time, so I'm assuming it's, like, 3 o'clock, 
four o'clock, I don't know, um, I don't remember the time, so, I woke up in the middle of the night, I went to go to the bathroom, because I couldn't sleep, I looked into the mirror at myself, and I felt like a presence, I was like, hmm, I don't know what that is, but it definitely feels like there's someone standing behind me. I felt a hand on my shoulder, and I turned around. Like, I was like, there's a ghost or something in my room. But no, there wasn't. And then I felt someone digging their finger into my hand, into the center of my palm. Both my right hand, my left hand, and my feet. Right into the center of my foot, and my other foot. Now... Suddenly, I started to feel another, like, hand digging into my side. I was like, what is happening right now? I think I'm dying. But no. I just heard, now do you trust me? Now do you understand? And I felt where it was doing it over and over again. And I was like, holy guacamole. That is where he got crucified. His hands, his feet, and he was stabbed in the side. And I'm not just making this up. I couldn't make this up. I told my mom about this. And she was like, excuse me, what? I was just like... I was like, mom. This happened. He's real. I don't need to believe logic anymore. Logic, yes, it's a good thing. You have to study in life. But you have to believe in God. Because he does wondrous things things he has he does miracles i'm looking at my hands right now and i'm i can't even recreate that feeling that i felt on that retreat if you haven't done a journey to damascus or a walk to emmaus make sure you do those in your life they are amazing and i honestly believe that they can change your life they did for me and my mom will tell you when i did mine Well, when I signed up for mine, my mom was like, you can't do that. You're too young. You're too young. I was 18 whenever I did mine. I'm 23 now, but I was 18. And my mom tried to stop me for some reason. And she told me, you're too young. You're too young. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. I was like, mom, let me at least try. And she finally said yes. And she tells me now. She's like, I don't know why I said no. If I... And then she said, I would talk to one of my friends and they said, if you could have done it at 18, wouldn't you have? My mom was like, holy guacamole. What? <laughs> um, so she told me that recently and I was like, I'm so glad I did it then. Because now I'm working a retreat and I am hoping to work more on the retreats because it is so important to me to be able to spread the way I feel to other people because retreats are just amazing. It doesn't matter the budget. It doesn't matter the um, the itinerary. It doesn't matter about anything else. It just matters about how you feel. No one's going to pressure you into anything you don't need, you're, you don't like to do because they care. We are there to listen to you. We are here to help you open up. We are here to talk. We are here to listen. We are here 
for you. Now, I did my I did a talk on my last retreat. When I worked on my last retreat, I did a talk and it was about love and unity. And uh that doing that, my mom told me uh pretty recently. She told me you are one of the bravest people I've met. I said, "Why?" She said, "Because you did that. You did that speech while you dropped a paper and that would have been it for me." Here's how it went. I was standing at the podium and I opened the folder to look at my speech and the folder went flying across the stage and I was like, it's okay, just pick it up, you're going to be fine. And uh, I walked over there and I picked it up and I went back. My mom tells me now that if that happened to her, she would have just broke down. <laughs> she told me that she would have been so anxiety-ridden that she probably wouldn't have been able to read. <laughs> but I just went and got it. Boop, and back. <laughs> and then I read my speech like it was nothing. I had grown men crying. I didn't realize how much my speech impacted other people. And it's such an emotional speech. It's about how in 2016 I was so depressed I almost committed suicide. It's, I'm sorry for using the you know the S word. Um but it was about that and i wasn't even crying because i couldn't cry cuz i couldn't feel sorry for myself like i used to so yeah i i think i'm pretty brave <laughs> but i i do love you know my journeys i love being on retreats and i do hope to be part of an axe retreat i just need to you know get the time or the money um for it because i know that well, i at least want to do one in the summer but i want to do one alone all of my friends sorry my friend and my mom want to do one together or at least i told them i wanted to do it together at one point and now i'm like i don't want to do it with you too not because i don't like you or i don't love you it's because i want to experience it on my own like i did for the first time on the journey to damascus it's not anything like i want to do it without you guys because i think i'm better than you no it's because i want to experience it for myself I'm so sorry. Excuse me. So, um I lost my track. <laughs> I'm sorry. My brother walked in and so it was just like I was just like shh. <laughs> um but um I honestly I think that uh, retreats even If you are new to the idea of Christ, if you're new to Catholicism at all, you should still try a retreat. Retreats are not just so you can, you know, open up to God. It's also so you can learn. It's so you can grow. It's so you can meet new people who have the same kind of experiences, like-mindedness, and all around the same ideals and beliefs as you.
and I think that's what's mo- most important. That was so... <laughs> Excuse me, I fumbled my words. That is what's most important. Being able to learn and grow. Now, I know that this episode might be a little bit short, um, but I do want to say another prayer. Just because I I know that a lot of us are going through rough times and it's not been the best for all of us i think that we can agree on that um i want to say a prayer father up in heaven take care of your children take care of your family take care of our families and take care of those who are suffering. I believe in you, the one God forever and ever. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of death, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. (sighs) I'm sorry, I forgot the glory be prayer. Um, forgive me. Saint Michael the Archangel, pray for us. Saint Raphael the Archangel, pray for us. The Virgin Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. Saint Joseph the Baptizer, pray for us. Pray for all of us who are suffering and not suffering so that we may be part of your kingdom when we when we leave this earth. My God, please take care of those who are suffering and take care of those who aren't. For we are your children and we are your we are your sheep. 99 with that one that's missing, bring them back. Bring them back to you. Bring them back to us bring them to the herd make sure that they understand that you are the our god you are our everything you make the world what it is i'll do one more our father our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us our day our daily bread and forgive us for trespasses and forgive those who trespass against us Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Also, I forgot to say, uh, happy Ash Wednesday. I hope you guys are all getting your ashes and you guys are having fun. Don't forget to send your Lent. I'd like to make a Lent list, and I think that that would help a lot of people. Um, If you only want to give one thing up for Lent, that's perfectly fine. But if you give up more than one, then that's amazing. I'm not, you know saying that you have to give anything up if you don't want to that's fine um but please do if it's something small like you know um i'm gonna eat less hamburgers i'm gonna drink less soda i'm gonna you know drink less beer or alcohol 
I'm gonna smoke less, anything like that. Just try to set a good, try to set a good thing or a thing that you like aside because that's what's important for Lent. You're sacrificing because Jesus did 40 days and 40 nights alone in the desert without food and water. So we're doing what Jesus did. We're sacrificing things we love for 40 days and 40 nights. 40 days, 40 nights. So. Amen. Um, I'm sorry this one was pretty short, but hope you guys are enjoying your day. This lovely Wednesday, and I hope you guys stay okay. Love, Sierra.